award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching and for listening. We're back at the Holston General Store here in Morristown, Tennessee at the Region 4 office, and we are just uh, excited to be here. Mr. Matt Cameron's been hosting us for a series of shows. Yeah, buddy. We, and it's we, been fun. We've had a, a good time, some great guests. Got another great show lined up for you today. Yeah. So, uh, next to, to Matt is our Coco host, Sally Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> she just joined us for a show and uh, thought we'd bring her back and do another one. So, appreciate her joining us. But our guest today is Andrew Paduke. He is the first to achieve Master Level 5 in the TARP program. T-A-R-P. T-A-R-P. Tell them what that is. Tennessee Angler Recognition Program. Almost sounds like another species of fish, a tarp. Yeah. <laughs> Tarpon, carp. It's like a hybrid. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to hear how uh, some of his fishing adventures and what it was like to reach mm -hmm. that level and all the fun stuff that we're going to dive into today. But uh, if you're not familiar with tarp, go to our website, tmwildlife.org. Click on the fishing tab and uh, scroll down. You'll see some information on tarp. Uh, you can also look at the uh, see the Tennessee Angler Recognition information in our fishing guide. What yeah. page is that, Sally? Uh, 47. Page 47 of the fishing guide. And uh, so go check it out, read up on it, get some information. We're going to try to cover a lot of it today. Uh, first of all, Andrew, thank you for being with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's uh, your friend, one of our commissioners, Tommy Woods, called me and said, Hey, I think it was at a meeting. He said, Hey, my buddy just just reached that level five you need to get him on one of your shows i said yeah we'll do that so i'm glad you're here and i'm excited to learn learn about your fishing adventures and a uh, little learn a little bit about you if you don't mind share yeah. share a little bit of your background and what you well, do first off i can promise you there will be some fish stories today okay <laughs> no matter how big or how small they're guaranteed <laughs> i think that's one of those things that goes hand in hand with fishing uh but we i've been fishing for a long time i mean i've been at it since i as long as i can remember mm -hmm. never caught much growing up with my old man but the big the big outings way back when were just to catch fish, and it boiled down to carp because we could catch a carp. <laughs> yeah. As bad as that sounds, it started with a carp, and uh, it was a method in which we would go. He, he always made it fun, so I enjoyed it. We would go light line, catch carp. Mm. Carp, as anyone knows, I mean, no, everybody, everybody downplays them, but when you're a kid, you're six, seven, eight years old. You just want to tug on the end of the pole. You don't care what it, it is, and the matter. bigger the better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they get big. They do. So, uh, in essence, it, it started as a – it was a good method in which to learn how to catch a big fish on light line. Mm -hmm. And the light line has served many, many, many good uh, experiences over the year. With mm -hmm. it. And that's what separates a lot of people, I feel like, from catching fish is – the obviously, it's a method in which they do it, but they, everybody always wants to go in gangbusters. It'd be like shooting a raccoon with a 50 caliber <laughs> gun. I mean, it just it just doesn't work, right? Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people get in entrapped in, in, in sometimes bigger is better, heavier lines, so they get to fish in. And ultimately, if you can fish, you can fish. And it's just it's a, there's a learning curve there, but there are definitely tricks to the trade that help you catch those fish. Yeah, but it's it's all about a, a presentation and desire to get out there and do it when you need to do it, not when you want to do it. 
And the, the challenge, I like that light line idea. It's just the challenge of reeling those bigger fish in on that lighter line. And it's a, it's a different type of fishing. It is. Mm. It is. I mean, and I have a six-year-old that is completely enamored with it. Mm. And just to put it in context of how important the line is, we, we I fish exclusively. If I could give one person the number one rule to catching bigger fish is lighter line and fluorocarbon. Mm. And... Uh, it was no. It was very apparent what was going on. I took a gentleman fishing with my son. We were catching fish, just one right after the other. Trout, nice trout, anywhere from 15 to his biggest one that day was 29 inches. And I had caught eight fish before the gentleman I took had caught one. And he said, "I just want, I want to take my pole. I want to okay, whatever." Right. And uh, he was using mono and 10 pound test. Mm. Never got one bite. And we had caught eight. Before I gave him my pole. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering when that point <laughs> was. It, it just gets to the point like, man, come on, here. He, yes. he took one I want of mine. you to enjoy this. Yes. It's, 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 I've done this. Mm -hmm. I, and, I, and here, take it. And as soon as he did, first cast. It was just like someone threw a, a light switch. And it mm -hmm. boiled down to, it wasn't the method in which it was being delivered. It boiled down to something as simple as the fishing line. And why does uh, fluorocarbon make that much difference over mono? It's just a transparency thing. I mean, you, you use a light fluoro. It just disappears, and I fish a lot in saltwater as well, and it's it, it's it's just as big deal down there as it is in in freshwater, hmm. and uh, it, and again, it's that line diameter. Sometimes you can't get down there, you can't get bit on thirty pound test, but you drop to twenty, and you get eaten all the time. But the problem with twenty is you can then can't get the fish in because he's too big. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a, a darned if you do, darned if you don't type thing. Yeah. So it's just a. It's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So you started fishing at a young age and and continued your whole life. Sounds like you've been you've been doing it for a while. Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm 40 years old. And I mean and literally I've had a fishing pole in my hands, catching creek chubs <laughs> for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up fishing? I, I grew up in Johnson City. Uh, I'm a local local boy. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we mainly fished on Watauga Lake, and. Uh, Growing up, we, we love the lake because of how pretty it is, right? Oh, yeah, beautiful. But we called it the Dead Sea. <laughs> Everybody would go up there, or we would go up there and flog it, and uh, very seldom caught a big fish. I still remember the, the biggest fish I ever caught out of that one as a youngster was about a three-pound smallmouth, and it was like the Holy Grail. Mm. And uh, took it home and mounted it. Still have it to this yeah. day. I mean, it, and I'm sitting there thinking, now I look back on that thing, yeah. Well, Times were desperate back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good fight, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it was. It was, it was for sure. Yeah, I definitely I could say that our, our waters all across the state have come a long way. I mean, we've, we've had some good fishing, but it's getting better and uh, better. Uh, it, you know, it, I, I travel quite a lot. I, I, I just got back from Michigan grouse hunting for a week. Oh, cool. Nice. So I, I'm all over this country, and whether it's fishing or traveling or work, it, it, it's it's – East Tennessee, for trophy fish, going by strictly size, is second to none to anywhere in the country. Now, you might have some larger bass down south, mm. but outside of the bass, you ain't going to beat it. Mm. I mean, you're just simply not going to do it. And, uh, I mean, you have stripers. We've caught them 50, 60 pounds. You have the hybrids. I think it's 23 pounds is the state record. I've come within two pounds several times. Whoa. Mm -hmm. uh, the trout fishing. I don't care what you're trying to catch. 
Now, obviously, the brook or the cutthroats out west, they're bigger. They've been around longer. Those are probably a, a, a fish that's a little harder to come. But the browns and rainbows, mm. not going to beat them, guys. Yeah. I mean, if you find them, you're just not going to beat them. It's just the way it is. That's Sally's wheelhouse. She's a streams, <laughs> yeah. rivers, yeah. fisheries. So she can talk trout with you. Yeah. There we go. She's probably hearing this, getting pretty excited, thinking, oh, good, the work that yeah. we're doing is paying off. <laughs> I know your colleagues would love to hear hear yeah. this conversation. Oh, yeah. Because, well, it, yeah. It truly is. I mean, it, 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 state agencies are a lot of things, guys. But <laughs> TWRA, I mean, I, and, and, and lots of me, oh, he's just blowing smoke. I cannot express to you guys how well the fisheries hmm. – it's, I mean, especially it, where I fish, how well it's doing. Now, things can always be tweaked. Things can sure. always get better, sure. mm-hmm. regardless of where you're at or who you are. Uh, but in the realm of just good fish, quality fish, can't beat it. Mm-hmm. For freshwater fish, you cannot beat East Tennessee, period. Awesome. And this yeah. is an unpaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this message Angler. brought to you by now. Uh, no. We have some great partners, too, that help us. You know, yeah, the, yeah. our tailwaters, we work with yeah. a lot with TVA on how to release mm. the water and things like that to help help the quality of the of the water so that the fish are, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, cold water, sense. super oxygenated, can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Tailwater fishing is as good as it gets anywhere. I don't care where the tailwater is. That's where the fish are going to want to be certain times of the year. Yeah. Well, before we get too deep, let's talk about the TARP program and and, uh, just a few stats that I I was able to dig up. The first TARP certificate was given out in 2003, so this program has been around a while. uh, Almost 20 years? Yeah. Wow, 20 years. I graduated high school in 2003. (laughs) Uh, Brad Golden, and uh, he was the first one to get a certificate. And then the the first master level one was our own Jim Habera in 2004, January 2004. So... just to give you a few stats on when it kind of got started, but today uh, we have uh, Andrew with us to talk about uh, reaching that level five, and I just kind of want to hear some of the stories of how you got to that level and, and and what was maybe some of the first fish you caught that qualified, and then, and what led you down the down the list to, to start getting these certificates and reach those levels. Well, the list starts by accident. <laughs> I have uh, my I fish I used to fish a lot with my cousin Derek. And uh, he was hooked up with another gentleman who fished and caught a lot of big fish. And so the progression of how to catch those fish started way back in the early 2000s for us. Mm. I believe my first one was either a striper or a hybrid. And uh, so you start there. You start with a fish. And I was in school, then working, so fishing kind of took a back step. Mm -hmm. But then it comes full circle, comes back around. When When you get firmly in a place, you start going. And the list starts of... What can I catch to knock off the list? Mm-hmm. You always go with the easiest. It's human nature for God knows what reason. So you start with the easy ones. Like a bluegill? Like, well, uh, well, what's easy for you? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. And it all depends on what, where you're at and what you're used to catching. And uh, I, I'm, the, the one, one of my faults is I'm not a artificial guy. I just so everything's been live bait. Almost everything. Almost, yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean so, some of the fish you catch so many of the tarps. That they you catch them and they just they just go back in yeah and you don't even think anything about it anymore, <laughs> uh, but it, it, I'm a live bait person anywhere from I don't care what it takes you t- say Andrew you can go catch a a thirty inch trout on a night crawler sign me up mm-hmm. <laughs> or hey go catch some creek chubs and you'll go catch a wall I don't care I, I I'm in it to I, I want to catch fish I like I like to go catching 
not mm-hmm. fishing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I agree. I, again, again, that's yeah. human nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it starts there. And, and, and you, you hear a story. You, you're on these Facebook pages. You see where people are fishing, what they're catching. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily how they're catching, but they're catching the fish. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to you to figure it out. So it starts, uh, the, the Master Angler 1 is uh, just catch five citation fish. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what they are. Mm-hmm. And you Not, said your first one was a stripe or a hybrid. So that was a 40 or a 30-inch fish sure. for your first one. The, I believe the hybrid was 33. It's still, to this date, one of the only fish I've caught that I didn't. And I return everything. I don't. I catch don't, and release. Catch and release. Yeah. That fish was, that hybrid was 33 inches and weighed right at 20 pounds. Wow. And uh, I released him in the hopes of catching him when he weighed over 23 pounds mm-hmm. for the state yeah. record. It's probably, it's, it's, I think it's one of two fish in my life that I wish I'd kept him mounted. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so it just, it, it's just, it's just one of those things. And uh, I just, we, we, we don't, I don't catch and eat them. Yeah. It's, uh, if I want a good fillet of something, I'll just walk down to K- Kroger and get me something. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get too deep, uh, just so I got the things in line here. So I've never entered tarp. I don't know yeah. exactly. But do you measure this on site and show a picture of the measurement? And how do you make sure it's qualified? Well, there's actually two different methods in which you can do it. The first one being you're fishing with a buddy, a partner, mm-hmm. somebody on the bank, mm-hmm. I know, a witness. So, and, and, and honestly, it's a honor thing. Honor system. It's yeah. an honor system. Mm-hmm. And to me, th- th- there's, no, there's no virtue and trying to attain a goal mm-hmm. that you're cheating yourself. There's, there's no reason well to, do, yeah. to do that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything to anyone mm-hmm. other than yourself or, in my instance, me. And so, you, I mean, you have a lot of time invested in these different fish mm-hmm. of trying to catch them of certain sizes. So, so, back to the original question, you have to have a witness mm-hmm. that signs off on it that it was X number of inches long, where it was, what it was caught on, etc. You release the fish. The second one being, if you were fishing by yourself, you put a ruler on the deck and you hope to guide you and get your fish to hold still <laughs> for, for long. You to dig your cell phone out yep. and you, for you to snap a picture, yeah. not knock it in the water. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so once you once you do that, you submit it to you folks, yeah. and uh, you guys certify it and send it back. Super easy. Is it a quick turnaround? When you send these in, it all varies. <laughs> okay, we may not need to go down that road. I, well, I mean, again, it doesn't really matter, but sometimes they come back in a week, and sometimes it takes a month. So yeah, okay. it just yeah. depends on how busy you folks are. Exactly. And, and every business, regardless of what you are, is there's ups and downs. So it, <laughs> yeah. it takes some time. Exactly, tarp. turnover, things like that. So you're level five. Yes, sir. What does it take to become a tarp level five angler? It takes a lot of time. <laughs> How much and, time do you think you've it's taken? Oh, I don't know. When you started? I, I, I can tell you the hardest one that that has been for me has been the rainbow trout. Mm. That number is out of whack. Mm. <laughs> it's just, it's 24 inches. Yeah. And, uh, and, and maybe it's out of whack for the method in which I fish. Let's put it that way. I've been fishing for that fish for 10 years. Of 24. Now, if you said, how many 23 and a half inches have you caught? I'd probably say <laughs> yeah. close to 50. That 23, the, the 23 to 24 is a, is a, it, it's, not, it's not an easy fish, but, but you definitely can catch them. Yeah. That 24 inch or bigger, 
for a rainbow is it's hard. It's hard. That's yeah. big. It's that hard. really it's is big. big. I mean, you think about it. Two rulers. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. No, that's a mean, big. Do you have any input yeah. on that? No, mm-hmm. I agree. It's hard. It's hard. And I know talking from Jim, who's on, on your list of the first level one yeah, angler. Yeah, Jim. He's a biologist here in he, Region 4. Yeah, he always says, he's like, man, if I could just get another quarter inch out of a fish. It's like, oh. <laughs> fish <laughs> so stretcher. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your son caught a 29er. Well, we got, right? we, he did. And uh, for Christmas, I actually got a replica made of it. Oh, cool. That's cool. So, uh, but uh, we got on a bite this year that was unbelievable. And it was just for about a month we would go and fish over that 24-inch mark. We'd probably catch three or four in an outing. And God only knows how many 15 to 20 to 22 inches. Really I nice. mean, you just – you get sick of catching them. Mm. And uh, one one day, one day we probably hooked five fish. And, and seriously, we, we'd set the hook and I'd hit in the pole. We've caught our fish. I've caught my fish. And it's about bringing him along with me to make sure that he does it. And uh, so I have a fishing buddy, right? And uh, <laughs> now you can't beat him off with a stick to get him out of the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, we, we got on a bite. We figured something out in one of the tailwaters. And it was just unbelievable. I mean, just absolutely mm-hmm. unbelievable. And uh, hooked some fish we never saw. And when you're, when you're, and I fish with generally two units of water. I don't ever fish one of our local tailwaters with zero units, never, unless I'm trying to catch bait, which I'm sure going to make you cringe. <laughs> no, but, okay. uh, uh, the, uh, it was just, it was one of those magical years. Now back to the original rainbow question, uh, rainbow trout question. I caught, I took one of the y'all's fellow officers in a trout tournament this year on Watauga Lake. Corey Jones, mm-hmm. good friend, great guy. Yeah, <laughs> took him and his two boys, and uh, Boy. I was pre-fishing with another buddy of mine and caught the rainbow trout. It was like twenty-four and an eighth inches. Caught it on my buddy, who actually is the number two person in the state to do this, Jamie Rudolph. Mm. Oh, okay, uh, who couldn't make it, but uh, I caught it on his pole because he was reeling in a lake trout on the other side of the boat, <laughs> and and uh, he and I have been after that fish that rainbow trout for for a long time yeah. it got it up and get it up and there it is it's a 24 and an eighth inch and it was like oh my god where'd that thing come from <laughs> but th- but that fish kind of s- set the tone we got on the rainbow trout bite and it was just it was unbelievable i mean it, it, to this day in my entire life i've never been part of something like that i mean every time you'd go we hooked fish that got spooled us because if you beefed the lineup, you couldn't do anything. We had fish go into the dam, into the grates, which never happened. Mm. Have fish wrap you around rocks. I mean, it's just, wow. you get a big fish on yeah. in fast water, on light line, it becomes a mess. And you better hope you have someone that can run a boat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So it's wow. a, Well, any, any tips? We're not looking for your secret method, but for people that want to go out and catch a, a trout, a nice trophy-sized trout a, to them. A, a, again, it, it boils back to people tend to try to fish the way they think the way they see something the way oh this looks good and 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 this is not like an an epiphany but you go out you try to duplicate what you think the fish are biting whether it be a night crawler or a minnow or something to that effect and you and you rig it to affect it that it's more a natural presentation and again it goes back to fluorocarbon I mean, and if you go back to the fluorocarbon, it 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 helps hide the human presence mm. to it. Mm. And 
I know I've harped on it already, but I can tell you it, it, it makes a tremendous difference. More so than anything else. Yeah. Well, got any more fish stories on uh, uh, some of the on that list? I guess this isn't the full list. This was an early, I keep pointing at it, but this is an early poster <laughs> of the TARP program. And uh, there's only 20 fish on this one, I think it is. But there's 27, I think, fish now or something like that that you can catch. Uh, what was some more of the fun ones to that helped you the, get to this level the musky <laughs> oh no that that is a fish i want to go after it, it's yeah. it's supposed to be the fish of a thousand casts mm-hmm. and uh it's three for you right <laughs> three casts <laughs> seriously it was <laughs> that's, wow. where, that's where i'm headed with this uh i have a i have a buddy that lives on the nolchucky river kind of down off of 107 interesting huh. and uh well i've always heard my entire life that those fish are are there right yeah. well he said andrew i saw somebody catch one I said, Jerry, you just don't go see somebody catch a 40-inch muskie. It's just, he said, I did, I did. Well, his property borders, he said, come down. I'll even show you what they're throwing. We go down there, and it's a, a whopper plopper in its early stages, and uh, the big whopper plopper. And we're down there on the side of a bank. It's muddy. I'm up five feet off the bank, throwing out their third castle. You, you're actually making fun. It, it, it seriously happened <laughs> it like that. Third cast. It was the third cast. And I hooked it, and it was about a 36-inch muskie. But before it was over with, I got so excited because it, it was one of those fishing it, it, it south is hard to come by. Mm-hmm. I slipped in the. I slipped. In, <laughs> I slipped into the. It slipped into the water. I looked like a tar baby coming out. I mean, I was covered in mud, uh, and, and it was it was silt. Yeah. down oh. at the bottom so when i got up there i had mud up to my knees i had an arm that was that was uh caked in the rod was laying down there but i had that musky under the gills holding it like this i mean i looked <laughs> yeah. like a pig in mud wallowing around and uh and, and that got me started from there i went to go get permission to launch a boat i have a jet boat that i run mm-hmm. launch a boat and in a month's time uh we i don't know how many we hooked but we wound up catching i caught three or four that summer mm. And uh, that was that is a fish that was caught on artificial, mm, yeah. and uh, had several follows. My buddy, who I mentioned, Jamie, he was fishing with me one day, and uh, he had been fishing with a still leader the for forty five minutes or an hour, two hours. We'd always fish right before dark. Well, it got into a mess, and he said, "The hell with it! I'm gonna put on a hundred pound leader because that's what I got." He throws it out there. Cranking it back, and that just thump, 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 <laughs> like the whopper plopper does, <laughs> and a big, huge explosion, and a big muskie. It's top water too, mm. and yeah, uh, so, so, so it makes it. Uh, there's an added element there of yeah. excitement. You see that <laughs> fish boil, and, and it, it's thrashing. He hooks it, and uh, has it on for 20 minutes, and they they tend to come to the bo- the fish we have caught tend to come to the boat easy, and then they go. Bonkers. <laughs> they see the boat. Bra- yeah, a brown trout does the same thing. I mean, a big brown just goes absolutely nuts. This thing's jump back and forth, and he jumps out of the water, and he's got the the whopper plopper strung on the side of his face, and the the bait's about that big. Mm-hmm. And then it gets next to the boat. I didn't have a net. <laughs> recipe for disaster automatically so i don't have a net there it sits it gets spooked one more time takes off it runs out from here 20 yards off the boat they don't tire out fast do they no and the thing jumps again and this time the lure's on the other side of the fish and the line is running through its mouth and when it did that Mm. the line cuts Mm. 
and oh it was it was it was it was i'll never forget my buddy's face and uh he 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 sits down in the back of the boat and he's sitting there just like this (laughs) and it's like somebody just told him his best dog died or or his grandma died i mean and he just sits back there for 20 minutes because he's spent all summer trying to catch his fist with me and i've caught several we actually had eight blow-ups that night got Mm -hmm. one in and he lost that big one. But he, he has since then caught one in Milton Hill. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like someone told him his dog died. And I'll never forget it. And, and it was my fault because I didn't have a freaking net in the boat. It's not a fish you just pick down and sure. pick up yeah. and grab anyways. Yeah. So people right now are Googling Highway 107, yeah. <laughs> Whopper Plopper, fluorocarbon. Go wear it out. That's the one fish. Do not fish with fluorocarbon. Yeah. <laughs> Still leader about that long. 100-pound test. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right through that it. Come. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Cool. That is cool, though. I think that's the next fish I want to go after. I got a buddy that's already told me. He said, we're going to go. He pulled out a tackle box and looked at the baits. He was like this. I'm like, are you serious? Mm. So, sure. It should be a fun trip. Mm. And he likes to do it on a fly rod, too. So. Oh, wow. Another element to it. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. A lot of effort there. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's next for you? The next uh, is there is no six level yet. Mm. And understandably, I'm one. It's been around for what you guys said, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so the next is the 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 goal is now to uh, get them all. Yeah. And some of them, uh, I mentioned to you guys earlier today that the 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 big goal for me was always to catch them in East Tennessee. It actually means I mean, mm-hmm. sure, you can travel to certain lakes that are known for certain fish and catch those fish. And it 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 was just something I wanted to do east and basically. In the Johnson City, Johnson City area, there's a there's a handful of lakes there and rivers that have these fish in them, and you just go to when they're biting. Hmm. And and like I said, I've I've caught 21 now, and uh, one has come from a lake outside of East Tennessee, and that was a blue cat, and <laughs> they're hard to come by in East Tennessee. Period, and it came from Watts Bar. So yeah, easy trip. Well, good luck to <laughs> catching them all. I think that's no awesome. Yeah. yeah. What do you lack? Oh, what do I like? Yeah. I like some easy ones. I like a black crappie. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not so easy. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see that one on the list. Yeah. I guess that's the oh, old list. Oh, there it is. There yeah. it is, Bill. Yeah. And, and, and I've caught a couple uh, prior. I've caught a couple that, for whatever reason, I didn't. Didn't enter? Didn't enter. Okay. Mm-hmm. The black crappie, the bowfin, not even sure oh, yeah. where I'm going to go to get. To. I know that one's not in East mm. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, the long-nosed gar. Mm. That's a, that's another one. Then the yeah, spotted so gars, or like that's I've never caught a long nose. The sauger. Mm. Oh yeah, which will uh, come from right down here near all's neck of the woods. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, if it's a trophy sauger, it's going in the skillet, man. That's exactly where those <laughs> oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Ambitious. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, we're going to run out of time, but I want you to uh, mention the uh, the Class B, oh, right? Boy, class yeah. B world yeah. uh, the yeah. record for or state record for gold uh, goldfish. Yeah. Who, who, who got that? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, my husband Justin Walbert uh, got the Class B. We're, he was bow fishing for goldfish, so he's very very proud of it. I gotta <laughs> give him a shout out. Got it hanging on the wall. <laughs> he's got <laughs> it hanging on the wall. He likes it when people notice when they come over. <laughs> By the way, have you seen my yeah. goldfish? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's beat his own record, right? He's beat his own record, oh, yeah. so he has two state records, <laughs> framed everything. Oh yeah. That's great. It's all about it. Yeah. So check out our website teamwildlife.org. Check out our guide. Uh, all the information on tarp and state records are there. Uh, we got a couple state records here behind. 
behind us. The world record. That's a smallmouth right there. That's a world record. That's a state record. Anyway, we got a, a lot of cool records here in Tennessee, and it's great, great place to fish. Andrew, yes. thank you for being here. No problem, guys. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. This has been fun and uh, uh, a lot of fun information and a lot of cool stories, a lot of fish stories told today. <laughs> Makes you want to go fishing? Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. Well, uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Like I said, tnwildlife.org for all things hunting and fishing, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.